on here just before we kick it off. Um, big announcement. We started a league after a bunch of you guys requested it. So I'll put the link in like the Twitter bio and the SoundCloud bio, all that shit. Everyone should join so we can you know, see each other's teams and compete against each other and shit. So um, the code is a bunch of numbers, so just click the links. But it's 177-490-742-547. All right, join up. Enjoy. To episode 11 of FML FPL. I'm Alon. I'm Walsh. In this Los Angeles edition, we'll be covering the usual listener submitted rate my team, go over what the fuck happened last game week, captain's clean sheets for game week nine, and then cover our teams. And before we start, need a little disclaimer. As you can hear, I'm uh, running on uh, fumes. <laughs> with, uh, those of you that know me from Fantasy Football Scout, my little grab is a Mets icon, so. We were at the playoff games in the Dodger Stadium the last two nights, and it did a number on my voice. You can imagine screaming. Did a job. Did a job. But uh, we're, we're up early Sunday morning recording for your listening pleasure. So we'll get right into the Rate My Team from Luke from Massachusetts. Defense, he has Michael McCarthy. Um, he has got Richards, Kolarov, Bellerin, Williams, and Klein. What do you think? It's just good to go. Like... I know he was he was emailing. He's a little shady about Kolarov, and everyone is. But Klichy still hasn't touched him, and they have good matchups. Like there's just no moves to be made here, really. Yeah, I think with Kolarov, the rotation's coming, but you just gotta wait until that foot drops, the other shoe drops there. So. Yep. And he has good depth. And yeah, Swansea, everyone's fit. Everyone plays. Yeah, Swansea's got a good run coming up. Ballard looks great, and Klein. I mean. We'll probably talk about Klopp a little bit later, but he could be a good pick uh, once they get set up. So, yeah, the defense looks good. Yeah, good to go. Yeah, mid's a little weird, kind of uh, similar boat as me. Obviously, as Mares, and then Silva, Ozil, Ayu, and Westwood. Yeah, and he's coming off, uh, as most of us had great weeks, he's coming off 102. Yeah. Um, But, you know, it's kind of sketchy because he doesn't have any of those heavy hitters, really. Besides Silva, but now Silva hurt. Uh, he's got Ozil. I mean, he had a good week last week, and I think you got to just hang on. But no Alexis is a concern. No KDB is a concern, as they're very highly owned. Uh, and no Walcott, even. Yeah. But, so, uh, but Ozil's nice. I uh, like Ozil. Oh, uh, yeah. definitely. We've been high on Ozil all year. Yeah. Um, IU finally came good last week, so like, I think just hang on to him because their fixtures The turn. fixtures are nice. Yeah, he's yeah. good to go. And like also no Payo. They're highly on mids that he doesn't have. It goes it's quite a differential. And <clears throat> Silva, the, the injury, I mean, we'll go to his forwards. He's got, obviously, Aguero. And then he has Vardy and Martial. So really close to Alon's team. But Aguero and Silva out for a hit seems like a sensible option to me. Yeah, and that's what I'm planning on doing. And he has one free, and he has 1.6 in the bank. And like you were saying with Alexis, like... He's the best mid in the game, and we both think he's kind of a must-own. Yeah. So, it's... it's The double switch for Alexis and a forward seems really good. He could probably afford any forward. He can he afford can, anyone. anyone. He, he, can afford any he has 1.6 in the bank. Yeah. So, I mean, we're going to... 
So with that, we'll, we'll shift out and we'll start talking about the replacements for those two players and get into what the fuck happened because it's pretty integral to our thinking. But, but yeah, taking a hit seems wise. Yeah, taking a hit for sure because you don't want to... Silva, who knows, but Aguero seems like he's out a month as we're recording this, the latest news. And even if Silva just misses one week, like he's been a fucking nightmare. Like, just get rid of him and get someone more reliable at this point. Yeah. But we're going to start on episode episode 11 here talking about Costa. Yeah, we both, um, we were talking a lot last night, like, because I'm going to take a hit and you're going to get rid of Aguero too, and everyone just has to get rid of Aguero. And the replacements there, I mean, it's really, pretty much everyone I feel like has Martial too, you got to be looking at Pella or Lukaku, uh, Costa's stats were shit, but I uh, still fucking great, and yeah. I just feel like that's the kind of differential shit. Like, we keep talking about last week, we talked about when to get rid of Mares. If you got rid of Mares last week, you're flying. And it's the kind of thing that if you jump on Costa early, there's not too much that can go wrong besides him getting a red card immediately. <laughs> yeah. But the upside is so massive, and their fixtures are silly. I mean, home to Villa could be just like a 4 0. Yeah, like, it, it's time for him to step up. It, as much as we love seeing Chelsea lose, like, they're not going to finish, like, whatever the fuck they are, 15th. And it's the kind of thing where he's so calculatedly towing that line every game. Mourinho knows that he can't afford to miss him for three games because Falcao is a piece of shit. He's fucking And Remy did nothing. Yeah, and Remy just doesn't fit with what they're doing. He's not such a great lone striker with, like, hold-up and shit, and they're not dominating midfield to make Remy good like they were last year. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it's just cost, I think, is just going to make them come together a little bit, and he just seems like such a good differential right now. And even though Pella's stats are really good, and they have home Leicester, which is a fucking great fixture... And Lukaku has really good fixture run coming up. I mean, we know what he does with good fixture runs. He could just blank for fun. <laughs> so like, cost is just in our thoughts, and it, he's our he's our tip for the Aguero replacement. Full stop. Yeah, that's who we like, and and it also leaves you an easier way to get Aguero back in a month. Yeah, exactly. Which I mean, is if huge. You, if you go down and your most expensive forward is eight in the eight range. And then you have another like ten plus mid to go with Alexis. It's going to be hard to downgrade there. And then find five million to upgrade that eight million spot because you know you're gonna fucking tinker in the next few weeks. Aguero's gonna be out for four plus. It's just easier to switch costs of Aguero with a smaller downgrade to one of your heavy hitting mids than than the other other route. So yeah. In for, in terms of who to replace Silva with, though, it's close probably to KDB and Alexis. But Alexis is just five goals in two games. He gives you something no one else does except for Walcott. So he's got Otsal. I think Alexis has to. You have to cover yourself with Alexis because when he scores fifteen points and you don't have him, and so many other people do, it's just way. And he's a captaincy option too. Yeah. And like KDB's been incredible. Don't get me wrong, but we were talking a lot about City attack, and it's just like it's just so not the same with no Silva, no Aguero, just Boney up top. That means Navas is in. Sterling's been kind of shady all year. It's just like. They're going to still be good, obviously, but it's hard to imagine them putting up those huge lines and KDB just, like, bracing and assisting. And yeah. That's what Alexis just does yeah. regularly. And, and he, I could see plenty of times where he maybe like has the one goal with some bonus, and he's been amazing. There's no two ways about it, but he's not getting hat-tricks like Alexis. That's no, not his game. That's not so. his thing, yeah. It's also people get blinded by City just because they're City. I think when they don't have Silva, they've been bad, and let alone not Silva and not Aguero. It's the only really 
guy I'd like there probably is Yaya because we've seen time and again like two years ago when Aguero yeah. was out for basically the whole year Yaya was just amazing and 20 goals and, all the pens yeah, everything yeah it's also pretty incredible I don't think City have gotten a pen all year yeah in, in I don't league, think so yeah yeah I think you're right yeah he had that one Champions League pen yeah. but yeah but it's silly because they have spent so much time in the box that you'd think, especially with Sterling, because he gets fucking. Yeah, he usually just like yeah, he's he drew for, one for England yeah. like that last international break. He's usually good for a four or five a year, but Yaya is a little hurt. But he's someone he's dropped down to eight seven that we yeah. really like. Yeah, he's forward. a little differential, nice little yeah. treat. But again, it's tough because you have so much funds being freed by Aguero swap out that you can afford KDB easily instead of Yaya. So that's yeah. a hard argument to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. But but yeah, City attack is just going to be... Like that Palace game, they were just so bad. Yeah, they yeah. had the Iheanacho... Extra time, yeah. Just... Winner when, and if they can't break down at Palace, which is a shitty fucking defensive side with no Silva and Aguero is still fit. I mean, they're not going to be firing on four goals a game, I think, despite their home Bournemouth, home Norwich coming up. It's just a little risky. But at the same time, you have KDB, you feel good about There's that. There's no fault in having no. KDB. No. We just prefer Alexis yeah. is really what it comes down to. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Um, speaking of Everton, like you were talking about Lukaku, I feel like we should just touch on Everton because, I mean, if you haven't listened to this podcast or you're not aware, their fixtures are the actual best thing ever. Starting in two weeks' time. Yeah. And, like, we all have our eyes on just, like, everyone. Like, defenders, Stones, and Coleman should be fit by the time the fixtures turn. Coleman's fucking doing me in because I had him at the beginning of last year. I and want it was him. the same kind of weird news for Martin as where it's like, oh, he's close, he might play next week, and then he was out for, like, over a month, and every week it seemed like he was yeah. going to play. It just says, like, knock, 75% yeah. chance. It's just a fucking mind fuck. But, yeah, Coleman is going to be such a good fucking Coleman. differential. And, honestly, Baines is soon to return. Not that I would get him. Stones, Jags, like, they're all such they're good all picks. Good. Howard's a good pick. Howard's he's been great. great. Yeah, he gets a lot of saves. Yeah. Um, Barkley we like, obviously. Other than that, no other real mids that I would... Yeah, we were talking a little bit about Dale Lefeu. Jerry. I, I really like him, but he's not there yet. But he is someone to maybe monitor. Cause yeah, if, if he, he keeps assisting, if he maybe scores in the, the odd goal. Yeah, because like. he's a little cheaper than Barkley. If you're, but, I mean, none of us are strapped anymore with no Aguero. But yeah, just yeah. in maybe a month, it's the kind of thing like a differential. If everyone's on Barkley, if he keeps getting starts, he's so good. And he's yeah. just... When they start to dominate teams and they're playing bad teams, that's when I think De La Fe is going to just explode, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But, well, because uh, the teams are going to start sitting deep. Like, yeah. they've been so successful on the counter, so it's it's like to be determined how they're going to break down defensive yeah. sides. Yeah, but Everton is very much in our thoughts. And, I mean, from the last episode, I was on wildcard last week, and I did many changes from yeah. what I said I had, was going to do. Yeah. So I have Lukaku, and I, yeah. that yeah. was... I was pretty, a few days after the pod, I was pretty off Sturridge when I was just reading more and thinking more about it. It was just such a wild and So risky, one. yeah. So I was so fucking last minute in Lukaku versus Pella. And I lost some points this week, but I still just with Pella, I'm, I, I just, I think he's a great pick. Like, we were way off on the preseason prediction of Pella, yeah. but 
he's still due to fall off the cliff. Uh, he's just the stats are so good though. Yeah, the stats are insane. I don't know. He might not. I mean, he, he might, might not. just be more settled and just yeah, better. maybe he's just good now. He's. I mean, he completely made us look horribly wrong with that. Because yeah. <laughs> he had twenty weeks where he was the worst thing ever, and this year he's just been fucking flying. And Southampton attack looks really, really yeah. fucking good right now. Yeah, I'm just praying that Mane fucking plays against Leicester. Yeah, yeah, Mane looks so good. Southampton last weekend were just fucking awesome against Chelsea. They were so impressive. That Pellet goal was like, he didn't do anything really. He had those assists on just typical... Yeah, just like layoffs. And we were talking about this from last year. Pellet, like for me, and I don't watch that much continental football outside of Champions League, but his hold-up play is as good as any forward I've ever seen. It's so good. It's so good. He's such a The chest downs, the the little flicks, the heads on. They're so precise. So good. He knows where he wants to put the ball when he's getting, when it's coming into him. Yeah. He's a good target, man. He's big. He wins a lot of headers. Yeah, Stecklenburg just like sends it long, flicks it on to Mane. He's always sprinting. Yeah, Yeah. then he runs on and he's available for a pass. Yeah, no, it's great. But he had those couple of I don't remember him having even a shot attempt until his goal, but that goal was so beautifully yeah, taken. Yeah, off angle, just like. <sighs> this is so fucking weird that we're potting in this. I know. I'm like looking at you, and it just like doesn't make sense <laughs> what's happening. Just like. Normally, I'm here in LA, and Alon's in New York, and we just pot on like Skype and record. But he's here for the weekend, so we're. You just probably hear the echo. We're just in this like big, beautiful apartment. It's fucking nine a.m. and we're just like tired. I hope that goes not bad. If it is, this is a one-time only. Thanks, our listeners. If it is bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think like maybe the last thing we need to touch on is Klopp. Mm. But it's kind of just speculative, and it's weird to even talk about. I mean, their fixtures are so bad. As bad as you could possibly get. So, like, people who are too excited and just going, like, all in on Liverpool, like, you're an idiot. And you need to just calm down. You need to... We have no idea how they're going to even play. It's too soon. I think, like, we we mentioned Klein earlier, and I said to you that I think Klein and probably Moreno are, like, two to very, very much keep an eye on. Moreno even more so for me. More so because he's so cheap, yeah. But because, like, if there's one thing that's for sure about Klopp is that, like, the fullbacks bomb on yeah. and cross the ball. Yeah. And, like, the only two fullbacks at Liverpool that can do that are Klein and Moreno. God, Klopp is just such a fucking cartoon character. I fucking love him. He's going to be so such pumped. a good addition to Premier League oh storylines everywhere. Yeah, that quote, he's just like, we have everything we need to kill teams. I mean, like, I love in the presser how the first thing he says is, I'm sorry for my English, and he speaks better English than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, easily, and I'm fucking American. Yeah. <laughs> No, he's good. I'm excited. I'm yeah. excited. But so we were also doing some reading, and Alon's a big Liverpool fan, obviously, and just trying to figure out what that Dortmund team was doing. And it seems like he's just a really forward-thinking manager, and he's like kind of Pochettino-style high-pressing. It yeah, seems just like from balls the to the wall. Yeah. And the, he has a lot of stress and kind of those two holding mids having one of them going forward. So I, we're a little excited to see how Henderson's gonna look when he comes back because he's a forgotten man that's promising yeah he was so cheap and he was in almost like well not everyone but a lot of teams preseason and yeah like 20 20 percent or something yeah still feel like he's gonna be on pens over Benteke yeah for sure but if he's afforded to bomb forward and he could be a really nice little fourth mid somewhere in the next month or so because that was like last season and the season before like he was just making always making the late run into the box 
always available at the top of the box for a shot. Like, yeah. So and many crosses in. Like, yeah, and he's deadly from around the edge of the box. He's got a good shot there, I think. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And the pens boost it so much, you know. Like, yeah. The mid scores a goal. It's, it's rare that you don't get a bonus out of that. Yeah, so, so he's definitely one to keep an yeah. eye on. He should be back pretty soon. And it's also, he kind of plays a 4-2-3-1, so it's, if, you got, if you have storage... It's a little nerve-wracking for me because Benteke should be back pretty soon, and he's clearly going to be the one. Yeah, yeah, and Sturridge out wing. I mean, he's probably going to play almost like a second striker. He'll probably be able to cut in and roam a little bit. Yeah, like a Bamiyang fucking just like cutting it constantly from the right. And Sturridge, I mean, Sturridge is really tough to evaluate because he was out all year last year. He was just a nightmare. But he was priced at 10-5 this year, already being out for two months for a reason like he is capable of returning at a 10-5 oh absolutely level. yeah but i mean we it's just like a, like we said the fixtures and the new manager like we just don't fucking know yeah. i'd so much rather wait and then what is it week 14 or 15 their fixtures turn really really good yeah. and it's like okay and, yeah. now it's time and we'll see what Benteke is doing yeah. we'll see what Sturridge is doing we'll see what Hendo's yeah. doing yeah we'll get a lot like more information Moreno like might be a really good option by then yeah. So. yeah we'll have so much more information by then but it's so exciting to have like excitement around Liverpool again yeah it's fucking great because the Premier League is just better when Liverpool are good because of the fans and the history and it's just exciting that they're not going to be a black hole of pessimism and despair. Like, yeah, just like one ones yeah. all fucking just year. Like scoring three goals a game once every ten months. Like, yeah. So that uh, it's just fun. That's it's fun. going to be fun. That's good. That's but, good for the league. But yeah, definitely monitor Liverpool. I think not having a Liverpool player is very good right now. Very good. And tempering expectation to see how they're going to settle. For in. sure. There's such a big emphasis on Klopp's system for having being fit. He's always said his Dortmund teams are always the most fit team in the Bundesliga because of his style. So yep. we also don't know. Like maybe Moreno just can't handle that. I mean that doesn't really make sense. No, he runs. He's fine, but he's his does Hendo run? Hendo is he running? He's, yes, he's running. Yes, the answer is yes. <laughs> Except for right now, he's fucking. Well, running. right now he's probably just like having a pint with Klopp, Yergi. <laughs> Watching um, Euros. Yeah. So, yeah, Liverpool. He already, exciting. like, called off one of the... They had, like, a day off, like, this week or whatever, and he, like, called it off. He's like, no, I'll see you in training. Yeah. Yeah. You love like, and hate that yeah. as a player. But oh, I, I think the excitement for the players... The players must just be fucking jerking it right yeah, now. Yeah, you get the new manager bounce, and it's the kind of thing I was also listening to Anfield Rap Pod, and they were just talking about how... Uh, when they were talking about Wenger possibly leaving, like last year or something, players were asking Ozil, like, who's Klopp? Like, yeah, what's it like? What's and, it like? And yeah. Ozil said he's like, he's the kind of manager everyone wants to play while he was an Arsenal player and Wenger was still employed. Yeah, it's And insane. it's like, he's the kind of cult figure, like, personality bigger than the world that he could get the best out of everyone and maybe even the best out of the superstars that Brendan kind of was maybe a little more complacent. Exactly, than yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, you want to go to captains? Already? I feel Is that like too soon? I feel like we had a hundred. It's just because it's been so long. So, but I don't know what what it, hit me. I don't know. I guess we can. Yeah, I just I want to maybe touch on Swansea a little because. Yeah, we've they, talked about them like every episode. Go I on. I know, but it's just like no, yeah, go on. They started off so fucking good, and Flyers was so good, and IU was so good, and then they've been really bad. But their fixtures have been bad. Like they've been tough. Really games, bad. Really tough. And they're turning now, and that's the kind of thing. 
Teams, yep. if you're thinking of wild carding this week, and I'm sure a lot of people are thinking of I almost did, week, Jesus. Having Naughton or Williams seems great to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They the next five. Play. The next five are home Stoke, at Villa, home Arsenal's not good, at Norwich, home Bournemouth. Yeah, they, that's potentially four cleans. Like, like let's go. Yeah. It's time. And Gomi's for sure, don't touch. But IU, I think, is a fine pick. He scored. He's still... Seem, he seemed back into old form this week. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't know. There's not much to say, I guess. I just, I still think Swansea are a great team. And I think yeah, I just finish. still think they're good. They just had a really, really bad month, so yeah. everyone's, like, low on them. I but. still think they're going to finish in the 7th, 8th like, zone, and they're good to invest. Similarly, I think Southampton. I mean, yeah. I'm really fucking terrified not having a Southampton attacker. I was... Pele, Tadic, and Mane are just great picks. Yeah, like, Tadic didn't come in with any points last week, which must have been really it's annoying if fucking you wanted to... Steven Davis scores when he wants. Fucking Steven Davis. <laughs> Tadic, like, do you remember when Tadic was down on the byline with Ivanovic and he spun him and oh. he fell on his fat I mean, ass. that game was just, like, such an amazingly awesome, exciting yeah. game. Like, they just... Once they didn't get that pen call, and then, like, William scored the fucking free kick like he does every week, it was like, it felt pretty dire. It yeah. was like, uh-oh, this is, this is a you missed your chance, and yeah. this is bad. And then they just came out, and they just fucking dominated. Yeah. yeah, Southampton just so impressive, and again, just their lack of Europe and other competitions yeah. is just so good for And them. I wish I had a defender, too. Their fixtures are insane. Yeah, I mean... I, I wish had, I had Bertrand. Yeah, I got Bertrand, and... <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I have Cedric, but yeah. Cedric's fine, but Bertrand almost scored. He had a really good shot attempt He's at Chelsea. He's so good. He's, He's so good. Second um, best attacking fullback to Colorado yeah, in the league. I mean, besides Arsenal, having three Arsenal, which I think is a great strategy. I mean, you know, I, we both have... Do you have Sanchez? Yeah, uh, not yet, but I'm yeah. going <laughs> to. We'll get to that. And, I have Alexis and Walcott, and they're just... Fucking, I was like, jerking off the entire game. <laughs> no, no one's ever been more nailed to a FPL team. Than I, was, I mean, the Walcott, me talking about Walcott a couple weeks ago and then finally putting him in, it was like 7.30 in the morning or something, and it was still like dark out. I'm standing in my living room just fist-pumping the air <laughs> silently because my wife is sleeping in the other room. Just, all I wanted to do was scream. It was just... The second goal was just incredible. So good. Walcott, just like the press he had. So good. He's so good. Last weekend was by far the best game I've ever seen him play. Yeah, for sure. He's just at striker for sure. He makes them tick in a way that Giroud will never do. He plays as just like a pacey midfielder up top, and he's not a target man, but. They're not good building up when they hit a long ball to Giroud to hold up because it slows them down. Yeah, it gives them one less person running in. So yeah, and that's when they're just like passing laterally yeah. and they're just like and and nothing's Ars- happening. Yeah, when Arsenal are bad and can't break teams down, it's because they have the ball on the edge of the box and they can't get through. Can't get through. When they're playing, they maybe not can't play this way every week because United the are counter. a different animal on the yeah. counter. But they could still play on the counter if they just yeah. have they drop their back line deeper a little bit yeah. and. It's and like Nate, producer, pointed out to me, like, Santi going so deep has just, like, revolutionized the counter. Like His balls. Yeah, like, he just, like, against Leicester, like, one of the, this was three weeks ago now against Leicester, like, one of the Vardys hit the post. And Santi was the one to regather it in the box, like beat a guy, and then yeah. send it deep to Ozil, yeah. who just like flicked it on, and it was just like Dong yeah. City. It yeah. was just fucking 
tit fest. Yeah, Walcott is, I feel like now he's almost like a luxury because everyone's got a Lexus in there. But I don't feel bad without having a city attacker, and I'm not going to do after this week. Oh, I, think I, feel, I feel comfortable. I, I feel fine. Like yeah. Walcott is just so good, and him taking a place of a city attacker, because obviously a Lexus, you need to have him. For me, he, I'm captaining Walcott this week, period. I'm not considering anyone else. I'm captaining him over Alexis. I feel a lot more confident in so doing. He's just been in the center of everything. He's if the striker. Not, Alexis is involved on the counters, but if it's not on the left, then he might just not touch the ball. Walcott's the striker. He's a fucking striker. And it's not two years ago. It wasn't too far away when he was scoring braces for fun. And everyone had him. And yeah, he can just him. score two, three goals any game. There's still buyer's remorse going on from how many people got burned by him. <laughs> yeah, there and is. That's what it is, really. And if, if people didn't look at him as an option game week one, I think he'd be in a lot more teams. But it's not going to be long where he's still a deferential. It's just not. He's nailed. He's absolutely nailed to a post. Yeah. They look so good. And, and we, touch, we touched on the concept of coverage and, and how it's a fallacy to the most part. There's very specific situations where it might rain true but people have alexis and stupid people are going to be like well i'm not going to get walcott i have alexis and it just that's just not related one thing they're two elite players it doesn't fucking matter the thought that like oh but if they score zero goals and i have two midfielders there those are two blanks then they're going to score five goals it balances out they end up scoring among the most goals in the week in the year Every every year and you have to look at players in their own merits not against another player on your fpl squad just because you have Alexis doesn't mean Walcott's not going to keep getting points and is a great pick. Yeah, exactly. So that's something also to just keep in mind moving forward. And it's just something to think about because it's the kind of strategy. They're the two thing. best mids in the game. <clears throat> yeah, and it's the kind of strategy thing with FPL. For those of you that are a little new to the game, listening, it's the kind of thing that take. it took me a while to figure that out. Because before I just wanted to spread it around and have a player from all the good teams. Yeah, you want a United, you yeah, want a City, yeah. you want a fucking, yeah. And it's just not that important. You can be really good at the game by not doing that. You have to just look at the attackers in their own in their own rights. Uh, let's just do one last little titty before we move on to okay. captain's cleans. I mean, Mara's got dropped. Yeah, and everyone in the world was freaking out, yeah. and people captained him and got lucky ass vice captain. Yeah. fucking Aguero shits. Ah, oh, like, God, we just needed him to play one minute, and we go up another fucking million places. I know, and we were looking, and it's probably in the 0.1% region of people who had Mara's captain and Aguero Vice, but those are probably the people that we're competing against in the top 10K that we're, we're having exactly. our sights on. And it's so frustrating when Aguero scored his third goal, then his fourth, then his fifth, and we're just like, fuck, please, Mara's get subbed. I was just staring at the Leicester update on my phone, watching the subs come in, just praying that Mara's got something yeah. for a point, yeah. even though I have him. Yeah. And, like, it just didn't happen, and they used their third sub. I was just like, fuck. Yeah, all those vice captains. Yeah. But, I mean, we read the Ranieri quote, and it, he made it seem like it's a very rare thing that he'll be rested. He just said, like, I don't remember it verbatim, but he was like, he just needed one game of rest. He specified one. He just needed one game of rest. We didn't need him in that game. Yeah. And, he and just, it was fine, you know, yeah. so. And he runs so much. He does such a fucking job. Yeah, exactly. So, yes. like, yeah, Vardy, honestly, is the, the better, lesser option at this oh, point. Completely. But Mars is fine. Mars is fine. The other thing we were talking, and again, I was talking about it last week about getting rid of Mars at the right time, but. He's on pens, obviously, but he's got four goals, and he took that first game. He took the dick by the balls. He was just so good. So good. But he scored two of his four goals on pens, and his stats are still... He's still creating a lot of chances, but the stats for me that I look for in mids and attackers 
are their shot attempts, their touches in the box, and their yeah. shots in the box, and their shots on target. And Mars's stats aren't bad in those regards, but they're not great. And now that our budgets are a little higher and we could fit in a seven to eight million fourth mid, especially now with no Aguero, I am probably going to get rid of him next week or the following. Yeah. And he's not nailed. You can't he's say not he's nailed, nailed and every single person has him. And the definition you could get Pyatt or whatever. Yeah, you know. the definition of being nailed is not being dropped. And if he was just dropped, so he's not nailed. Yep. So even if he misses And he's one, dropped in kind of like a must win. Yeah. Like and, Norwich. Like those Norwich are the games you, you got to beat him if you're going to stay yeah. top half. Like and they got to beat So him. what do we know? Like Red yeah. Norris clearly knows what the fuck he's doing this year. He's doing well somehow. Yeah. He's but great. Mares, when you Vardy's the same basic price and he's been insane. He has so many goals and he's Ridiculous on pens and Mares is off and yeah. he's the center of everything and he's drawing the pens usually if Mares is taking yeah, it. Yeah, and he's such an assist option yeah. too. I mean, Vardy has the third forward is just such an easy slot in right I now. I want him. Yeah, and their fixtures are still good. So, I mean, if you have both, definitely don't panic. You definitely keep Mares. Yeah, for sure. Mares was... He wasn't at his best in the Arsenal game before Norwich, so he just needed that rest. And you know, I've got him this week, and I'm I'm fairly comfortable starting him. I don't really expect too much against Southampton, but yeah, no, he's still he's still fucking. Yeah, elite. but with Aguero, there's just no. Definitely don't take a hit to get rid of Mars. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, that's because he's probably going to start and probably going to get something out of. The I mean, game. he started. Yeah. In he the break, the and yeah, and he, he assisted and was like man of the match. Yeah. Like he's fine. He's still great. Yeah, and he's worth holding on to. But with freeing of funds and the differential of not having him at this point, when he's not nailed, and he could just—he's not again. He's not going to keep scoring twelve points every game like yeah. he was in the first five weeks or whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's All right, go on. Let's go on. Uh, so you're captain Walcott. Uh, You've revealed that yeah, already. That's not even They're at Watford, who you know are a good defensive side, uh, but yeah. it's like. Arsenal makes their money beating bad teams. Yeah, and that's where they that's where they yeah. thrive. Every single year, they just put up yeah. crazy numbers against bad yeah. teams. And I mean, I was watching the Watford Bournemouth game last week. That was the oh. game I chose to watch because I just why <laughs> I, I wanted to scout Watford a little better because I have Proto and I just wanted to see how they worked a little yeah, more. Yeah. I hadn't seen a full ninety of them or Bournemouth either. Actually, I've only seen like a half or a half there. Well, you saw the Palace day. game. Oh, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, that's fair. But um, but they couldn't keep Bournemouth out. They mm. and they have a lot of pace in there. The fullbacks, but like Prodel and Calf Carter, units. But they're like Murdasacker types. Yeah. I'm just. I think Walcott, if he plays off Prodel's shoulder, the whole game. Which, which he will. He do, which he obviously I think, will. I think there's a brace there. I feel really good about Walcott. Yeah, and so and if Walcott's an option, then obviously Alexis, Alexis is, is an option. Of course, an option. Great option. And that's a tough. And those thing are the top two guys for sure. Yeah, it's a tough thing because City. I mean, of course, after Aguero scores five goals, it's like maybe we were like, oh, we can skip captaincy next week. We don't even need a cup. Yeah, because Aguero is just. If you don't have Aguero, you're fucking losing. They're home to Bournemouth. Yeah. yeah, that's a joke. So that's also a very good captaincy option. Well, KDB is great. Yeah, I think that's a great choice. But only KDB. I wouldn't captain Yaya. Uh, he might not even play. Yeah, he so played, I don't know. yeah, but I would feel better about captaining Pella than KDB. Uh, yeah, also a good shot. Holmes at home, Leicester. That's a banger. Like we mentioned that, like again in the Arsenal game, like two weeks ago or whatever. Like Leicester's like one of the best captaincy teams to play against because they're so fucking open. They're so bad at defense. And it's just like, their whole team goes forward on a counter yeah. and then it's just like Pele, Mane, yeah. Tadic are yeah. just going to destroy them. But at the same time, 
just looking at Southampton, I definitely agree. Pella, KDB, an Arsenal player. I think those are probably the, the top four. But Mane, we've talked about it. Yeah. Off internationals. He almost never never he almost starts. Never starts. He almost always plays twenty five off the bench. So yeah. if you have Mane, you gotta just hope he starts because he looks in the form of his life right now. I know. If he was guaranteed to start, like I might captain yeah, him, but, but that he's not. risk, even though it the slight mean, risk, it's yeah. a slight risk, and you can't have that in your captaincy. Cause yeah, exactly. Unless Coleman says something, then yeah, you can't do it. Because I think this is maybe like the third or fourth international break since Coleman bought Mane, and I think yeah, every probably time, like third or something. Every time. So I remember last year we were like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, like, he's, he's fit. Playing he's playing so well. And, I don't know, because we were also talking about... And he's played so well in the international yeah, break, too. For he, he's not, like, sitting. Yeah. He, like, goes to Senegal, destroys, yeah. and then he's back, and it's like, fuck! And that's the other thing we were talking about the other day, because I don't fucking know shit about Africa. And I was like, where the fuck is Senegal? Like, I, I, have, the, I have to explain where Senegal is. It's like, is Senegal in, like, some crazy fucking nightmare middle? No, it's Africa. close. It's, yeah. like, actually close. It's like, like, it's probably close. a short flight to Paris, and then a sh- two-hour flight to England. Yeah, because like, that's why I was the only thing I'm like, is it that it takes him, like, a day to get home because he has to no. take, like, a little no. person plane and then, like, a little take a drive? Like, like yeah. If he's it's not like, going to Congo. No, exactly. If it was, like... Yeah, and like Yaya plays. Yeah, Glassy comes back and plays every game from DRC. And that's so much further. So much further. How do you fucking get to Congo? I don't even know. Like, that must be... There's no direct flight. It probably costs $5,000. I mean, honestly, Yaya, he's probably just like... Him and Colo just jump in a private jet. To Ivory. But Ivory Coast is like on the Gold Coast. Ivory Coast is close to That's by yeah. Senegal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ge- geography 101. Maybe Mane just needs friend. He just needs more friends. And then he can do- they can all just get into a plane. Like He's like, I'll see you in the Ivory yeah, Coast at 3 p.m. And then they'll just go. With- he needs to find out who like the dictator of Senegal is right now and just get his private jet home. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tweet at Komen. And get this in order, yeah, Captain just, Mane. Yeah, get a jet stream, get him back. Uh, okay, captaincy, little tangent there. Uh, um, and Chelsea, I think, is like the last Costa, one. Or Costa. I mean, Hazard missed the pen. Hazard right? missing pens for club and country. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, again, like just touching back for a sec on Costa. It's just like Hazard's in the worst form of his life. Pedro's dropped. Oscar's not doing shit. William's like scoring these random goals, but like. But when you're saying that now, I'm just like, why are we getting Costa? <laughs> right, exactly. But we're getting him because he quality. changes everything, and yeah, he's top quality, and he's yeah. up top, and he. Yeah. They need him to score, yeah. or they're not going to do yeah. shit this year. I think he's going to start. He's got to start. He's just. Fabregas, we were talking about. He's been fucking worse than ever this year. Yeah, he's, he's like falling off a cliff. He's it's like bad. Well, He's not getting nearly enough blame. Yeah. Like, Hazard's getting all of the blame as if he just needs to beat, like, five people every time he touches the ball. But, like, Fabregas had, like, 20 assists last year from deep. And he, I don't even, he has one, maybe one this year. And last year he was controlling midfield. And everyone's fucking shitting on Matic. Like, he doesn't look as good as he did last year. Fine. Like, he was playing as the best team in the world last year. Yeah, yeah. But Fabregas does not do him any favors and didn't do last year. Yeah. That's why he probably... And Ivanovic, too, though. It's like, no, but, like, Fab's also on that side. And Ivanovic is just getting, like, harassed by every fast mid-winger in the fucking league. And... 
he's just getting no help. I mean, the best thing that happened this international break to Chelsea was Ivanovic getting subbed off. Oh there. my God! If cheers, hurt, cheers around the world for Chelsea yeah. fans. I don't know if it's serious or not. The news was a little sketchy. We'll find out this week, of course. But if Baba Rahman, I've never seen him play, but that means he's way better than Ivanovic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, yeah. Let's move on to Cleans. Yeah, Cleans this week. I mean, just starting right back up with Chelsea, and, and that was like the. Th- Fucking thing about FPL also. Last week, everyone scores like 100 points, and there were no clean sheets. No clean. This week, though, just I a feel million like goals. So many goals. This year, this week, though, I feel like we're going to see some cleans. There's definitely some cleans in order on Chelsea. Like, I don't trust them, and I don't have any Chelsea defenders for a reason, but, but Villa's really bad. And if you have a Chelsea defender, you start them with confidence. Of course. Well, not confidence, but you start them. You have to. So, yeah. <laughs> Palace on West Ham is a little tricky one. Like, I have Hennessy and Loris, and Spurs are home to pool. I'm yeah. starting Loris. That's how I feel about Palace clinches. Yeah, no, I don't feel good about it at it's all. It's just, they're bad, and I don't They got two in a row, but yeah. West Brom, if anyone, I hope no one watched that game because it was just a joke, but... West Brom basically set up with seven defenders. They're the worst thing ever. They were fucking, it was like nil nil at halftime. And they took and out Barry, you know. Yeah. Like, Pulis is just. He's he's honestly on the hot seat. He should be. Like, I mean, Jesus. Because the thing he, is, Sunderland that, needs to like get him. Trade well, like. They already got Allardyce, but. Yeah, but like Pulis is the keep up guy. Yeah, if they got out, is that confirmed? Uh huh. Oh, okay, yeah, never mind. Allardyce is way better. No, we shouldn't talk fuck, about that. I love Big Sam. Yeah, but fuck Sunderland. I mean, I hate Sunderland and they suck. But Big Sam, at least has the balls to be like. All of you fucking horrible players are not playing. Yeah. And I'm just going to start, like, young international players. Yeah. I don't know. What's his name? It's not Dawson. Wattman. Duncan Wattman. He's a proper lad. Yeah, he's hard. Probably not, though, because he's a judge. I don't know, though, Sunderland, because that's the thing with Pulis and West Brom. He sets up every game to play nil nil, and you need to win some games. You need to win some. Yeah, you can't. To stay at. I don't know. But anyway, West Brom are also a very good They're home to Sunderland. That's ridiculous. I wish I had my hill all year, etc. Really nervous. I put put Evans in instead of Dawson. And he's not playing for Northern Ireland today. I don't know if he's on the bench. They just kicked off. Yeah, we'll, we'll see soon. I, yeah, I have Evans too. Yeah. A lot of people do. I hope yeah, he fucking plays. Yeah, fucking such a piece um, of shit. City, home to Bournemouth. Yeah, I mean, hopefully company's back, but I don't know. Is he supposed to be back? I think he's not supposed to be back, yeah, so, so that's bad. But Bournemouth but Bournemouth terrible. Like, yeah, I mean, like, Glenn Murray's not bad. Not we were good. we were talking about like they they got him before Wilson even got hurt like yeah. fucking move of the century yeah, oh my god they would just be automatically relegated without him but, and he he does a job he's he really does do a job he's a really he's good he's good on striker but yeah maybe have, Richie will just score worldy again yeah like that worldy scored for uh, fucking that's all he does where is it Wales no no uh, Scotland. Yeah, Scotland. Scotland, yeah. That's all he fucking does. Yeah, that's a good shot for a clean sheet. Arsenal at Watford looks good. That's probably good for a clean. Yeah, I mean, I hate, like, like Southampton. We were talking about their defense and how solid they are, but it's, like, it's so deceiving home Leicester. Yeah, because Leicester just Leicester just go nuts. They would rather lose 5-1 than 1-0. Yeah, I mean, we'll get to my team, but I'm benching Bertrand this week. Yeah. 
And I might not be able to because of injuries, but I, as of yeah. right now, I don't want to start him because I just don't see a clean there. Yeah. Uh, also, just quick on Arsenal, Bellerin looks fucking great tonight. Yeah, you love Bellerin. Yeah. He's just been so good the last he's few He's been games. incredible. And he's getting bonus points. He's a great... He's yeah. a great... That's who I'm looking at, maybe. Uh, but Everton, I don't know. It's hard to fit him in. Yeah, and then maybe a last shout is Swansea. What about Newcastle? My yeah, not... I don't really like it. Not this week. I mean, it's 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 a shout. Yeah. It's shout worthy. <laughs> it's shout worthy. But Norwich have been fucking good, and thank God scores when he wants. Dio merci. And he scored. An and Bakani, yeah, he just scored a brace international. Like yeah. he's good. All right. I mean, I'm gonna start Yamat. He's he yeah, like If Yamat's playing, he's an auto start. But you have him because he attacks. Well, score a goal, you would have fucking. And Bemba, if you didn't want, yeah, you know, yeah. Jan Mott's attack. Yeah, um, yeah Swansea, I'm just stoked. That looks okay. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's go to our teams. Okay. Uh, so let's start with your team, because it's got, it's a little It's similar to, to Luke Thunberg. Um, so goalies, I have Fabianski and Hennessy. So Hennessy got me a clean last week. That was fucking great. Um, I'm hoping Fabianski and, Sal- and Swansea just start coming good, like we mentioned earlier. So I'm starting Fabianski this week. Um, defense, I have Evans, as we mentioned, who I just am praying he plays. Kolarov, Naughton, who, by the way, is playing. Yeah, his his wife had a baby, and that's the only reason he missed the game. He's not, like, hurt but or anything. But it was so good for you, because he would have gotten one point, and you got Skirtles too. Uh, yeah, I got Skirtles too, yeah. Um, and then I have Cedric, who we like, but I'm also benching him, like you're benching Bertrand, and Skirtle, who is not good right now yeah. and Cedric's good cover for Evans yeah yeah he's good yeah. cover um midfield Silva Mares, Walcott Mane and Anya who is a nightmare um <laughs> he's just bad he's a, <laughs> he he's an opposite out of position and he has a knock one, and he dropped point one the one good thing is though when they let up two he doesn't get penalized that's true yeah he's just a lock for one to two points a week yeah um, but now he has a knock, so like who knows? Maybe he'll go down another magical point one like Coates. That'd be great for But so yeah, Silva's out. I'm gonna take a hit and get rid of him and Aguero. But Walcott's obviously amazing, and I'm just praying Mane plays. Um, and then strike force, I have Martial, Gomez, and Aguero. So, like I said, I mean very simple. Gomez sim- is a worry. Yeah, but he needs to stop the fixtures. I mean, he played ninety, which is nice. He played ninety and. Judging by highlights, I didn't watch the game. It looked like he had a pretty good game. Okay. Yeah, he had some shots and some like good, He's a good setups no and stuff. Oh, no one has him now. He had this one like amazing turn. He kind of fucked up in the box as he is prone to do. But <laughs> <laughs> no, with the fixtures, I actually feel like pretty decent with him. I mean, I wish it was Vardy. Yeah. I'd feel better, but you can't make that swap. No, no, no. So I'm gonna take a four point hit. Um, even though I haven't used my wild card yet. God, it was so funny. Alon flew in on Thursday night and Friday, Saturday, all we did, well, not all, 80% of what we did was talk FPL. And it was just like Twitter off. update after Twitter update of like, oh, who Aguero stretchered off. Yeah. Like, oh, Silva stretchered off. Oh, and yeah. it went from both of us feeling very confident for Alon wild carding into him saving a transfer, into him taking one transfer, into him now taking a hit. Yeah, it's, 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 it's evolved, but in a healthy way genius way because now I'm going to save my wild card which 
I don't know the, like... We were talking about... The, yeah, like, what's the uh, numerical value of a wild card? I like, know. I don't know, but... I mean, I just wild card, and I scored 100 points this week. That's so that's great. what I want. That's, that's what you want. That's what you want. Yeah. So... But you had 95. I'm, I, I had 95. Like, I have a good team. And you're like, 22K. I can say... Yeah, I'm ranked 22K. Like, I'm fine. Minus four is not the end of the world, especially as we were talking. Like, everyone who didn't have Aguero just took a hit to get yeah. him in right after that yeah. game. Like, immediately. Probably, yeah. And they're probably going to take minus eights if, because yeah. they have to get rid yeah. of him again. Or wild card. Yeah, and yeah. most people have wild carded already. Yeah. Like, early yeah. wild cards yeah. this year. So, like, I feel like I'm at a huge advantage not taking my wild card yeah. and then getting to use it, yeah. you know, a little later on for the something other, more catastrophic. Or, yeah, and the other thing is looking at this... We normally we want to save a transfer, but obviously Aguero beckons because you can't bench him for a month like he gets to go. But yeah. you have Silva and Aguero both out. The subs that you're getting in there are Cedric two, and Skirtle. Yeah, I mean you're just, you're playing looking at a one or two pointer instead. So it's that's, almost a guarantee. Yeah, like two, yeah. three combined. That, those points. are the hits that you your expensive players get hurt. You just need to take a hit and get expensive players that score could score ten points. Exactly. I'm getting in Alexis. Yeah. As we mentioned earlier, I prefer him to KDB, and then probably Costa. Yeah. As so, we mentioned, so we I'm talk- getting in like huge heavy hitters. Yeah. With huge potential. And we talked a lot about the merits again about Costa versus Pella because that's close and. That is close, and especially because like there's a chance after wild card next week. Anyway, so it's like it's almost taking it in a one game vacuum. Would yeah. I rather start Pella home Leicester, Costa home Villa? Probably gonna, Pella in just a one game vacuum. But you're not gonna have to wild no. card though. Cause I'm not gonna have so to wild card. Now. Yeah, and Costa's just he's just the second or third best striker in the league. Yeah. And that's I'm getting him for a huge run of fixtures. And, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's just great. And then the other thing is just we were talking about Alexis versus KDB, which isn't really a conversation many people have to have. Yeah, I mean, we, we mentioned it earlier, yeah. like the, with the, I have Theo, so like we, that's why, that's what spurned the coverage talk, yeah. but it just doesn't apply. Yeah, yeah. I don't, want City cover when Navas and Boney are nailed. <laughs> yeah, and P- I, getting Boney in for Aguero when you look at the other no. options around the league is fucking insane to me. No, it's the stupidest insane. fucking shit you can do. You can get Lukaku. He has like one City goal in 20 games yeah. or something. Because you don't have, people don't have Lukaku and Pella. And if you do, I would rather have Martial. Yeah. Yeah. It costs, obviously. Yeah, Martial's a weird one because their fixtures are so bad. He only had like one shot on goal last there are week. There two bad fixtures though. Okay, so they have two bad fixtures. He only had one shot on goal against Arsenal. Like, they got fucking dominated. But, like, he's cheap, and he's nailed, and he's United striker, and yeah. they're good. He's still a fine I player. feel fine, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's fine to hold. All right, let's go and to I guess yeah. home derby in two weeks. Is that bad? It's not bad. No, it's not bad. Yeah. All right, my team. So, last time we uh, we were on the pod, I was on wild card, and I did some changes. But uh, I stuck in... I stuck with Loris and Hennessy, unfortunately, I didn't start the right one this week. Yeah. <laughs> Hennessy's clean on my bench, but uh, my defense, I got Evans, Kolarov, Janmat, Bertrand, and Protal. Um, I think it's just fine. It's I, good. Yeah. I hope Janmat plays. Kolarov is on the short list. I'm looking to get rid of him probably for maybe Coleman, maybe Stones, maybe Bellerin. I have to think about it when in a couple weeks, but other than that, it's just solid. I'm not, I'm hope, I set it up. A little look more on the expensive side, hoping that outside of changing Kolarov, I wouldn't have to make another transfer there till the winter wild card. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I came off 100 points, and my defense got me like four points. And how many places did you go up? I went up a lot of places. You I went up 
not as many as Luke Thunberg, yeah, but from 1.9 he went he went up like a way over a million yeah. places. I went from like 220k to 40k, so I'm so you're back. I'm, I'm back. I'm pres- I'm positioned right now. Like, like everyone who listens to the pod and Captain Aguero's back. Yeah. Like you're just back. You yeah. just have 50. Yeah, yeah. Um, my midfield. So I kept Mars and uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, I have Alexis Walcott. So the big change I made was I was looking. Obviously, I had Aguero and Vardy and. My big two spots I was really looking at hard was my fourth mid and my my third attacker. And I was looking at, I switched Sturge. So I was looking at either Pella and Lukaku. Mm-hmm. And then I fit Mata in. I have Mata. Yeah. So I was really man-watching him a lot because I wanted to see what he was doing. And he really had a good free roll, but they were just so bad. But they're not going to play Arsenal every week. That's no. a tough fixture. So I'm pretty happy with him. But in hindsight, I'm just like, ah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He just didn't do the business, so it's not like... Yeah, he didn't score when I got him right away. So yeah, so you're, like, down on him. But, <laughs> like, he good. was good. He's he was good drifting be... into the box he's all game. Hands. He's on, on hands. hands. Like, he's good. He's a fucking great option. And, like, having him with all these other guys is great. Yeah, he's, he's like, people... you feel... It's just, like, the he's word glue. that you were kept using in, like, text, you were just, like, my team's so much more solid yeah. with him. He's glue. He's, like, he's a just, glue piece. Yeah, he's just, like, so solid. He he will steadily tick over. I feel good with him, so I think Mata's to come good for me and I'm, yeah. I'll, I'll hold him for a little while yeah but uh but now looking for i mean lukaku obviously i dropped points there with Paolo, but he still scored that card was so fucking annoying lost him an extra bonus point yep but uh aguero aguero out for costa that's my move yeah and then next week will either be mares out or save and then mares and Kolarov out hopefully save hopefully save yeah because I mean, mares will play and you should be able to save and then do a double yeah, I bet I won't need funds or anything. That's why I could just do a one for one. Yeah, that's true. never good though. Yeah, but two freezes is just. It's never good it's to just do that because an injury happens yeah. and then you're good. And also, as I was looking when I was doing a little tinkering, I had a couple cap eyes in for Mara's because they were really close in price for me for what I had Mara's at. And, and he donned. Yeah, I was a little. I was very happy that it happened, but I was a little sad because I was. A little <laughs> bad. Could, have <laughs> could have been me. Could have put me in the one twenty category. Uh. But yeah, so I'm I'm just settled. I mean, I, I, I obviously I was hoping to save after the wild card, but I don't really give a fuck doing the Aguero move because the rest of my team is so solid. Yeah. And I stuck on Yaman as the fifth mid at four three. Like he's better than any four five. Yeah, he's nailed, and he's four three. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's good. That's good. We're we're done in real life. Pod number one done. Yeah, IRL pod first time ever. Um, you can Email find us here. on SoundCloud. You can subscribe on iTunes or any podcast app. Yeah. Email. Email our tit, fmlfpl yeah. at gmail. Tweet, fmlfpl. Yeah. What, and let, last week, I fucking started humming the Scoutcast tune. Oh, my God. You got so I called so out drunk. on Reddit. Oh, I was so drunk. By the end of the pod, I was on beer number seven or something. Was that NPass who called you out? I don't know who called me out. NPass is just like, Reddit legend. I have been listening to so many Scoutcasts. I guess that tune is still... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, no, our tune is like. And someone else emailed and said they thought it was a joke because it's such a fucking bad. Yeah, time. someone fucking hates it. Do you guys? I, I give us some feedback some feedback on the, on the tune because I fucking love it. I love it. Someone, I, someone on Fantasy Football Scout a while ago said like, "Why is it so long?" And I was like, "Cause it's so good." Cause it's so good. Yeah. But yeah, tweet, <laughs> tweet or email us your thoughts on the, on the theme song. That would be great. That'd be amazing. Oh, it's good to be back. Good Adam. to be back. Yeah, so let's fucking tit. All right, we'll be with you next week, your regular schedule of time. Uh, enjoy the weekend and international breaks. Cheers. Cheers.